Until the philosophy which old one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned everywhere is war is a war welcome to episode 3 of the art of war podcast today we have a beautiful guest um and we're doing a, a new platform zoom meeting um monifa perry photographer extraordinaire um welcome monifa we're glad to have you with us today thank you for having me not a problem at all um so we want to start off like you know just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and you know how you how you fit into the art world okay yeah my name is monifa perry I'm a photographer, as you guys mentioned. Um, I started doing photography in 2005, actually, when I started working with the Malcolm X grassroots movement on our Black August hip hop concert. And from there, I continued to photograph artists and do activist work and document our protest and interview people and just document music and document life in New York City. Yeah, I've um, come to love you and how your, your work captures like the, um, not, not, just, not just the pictures, but like the feeling of what it is like backstage. And like, I don't know if it's just their artists, everything about them is impressive. So, so when you take photographs of them, they, they you know, you know it, shows. it shows. It shows like their their aura shows, and I think that's you got the knack for bringing that out. Very important to make that connection with the artist. Yes. Yes, for you sure. And, and you do it. Yeah, yeah. You get a different feedback from them when you know them and you love them. That's that's so amazing. Um. So, uh, was photography your first? love for artistic expression or was there something else that like you know you bled into your life that led to that well I think when I was really really small I used to sketch and draw um in my little notebooks but it wasn't I don't think I had any amazing extreme talent in art like visual arts like painting and, and sketching but photography was pretty easy for me oh, okay so that so that essentially was your first yes thing that brought you into you know your appreciation for art and what you know what affects us. So yeah, so photography is your thing. Would you say that's your thing? I think people are my thing. Like meeting people, <laughs> connecting people, and documenting what they do is my thing. And that's that's awesome. And I'm telling you, like when I love how you, you present your photographs too. Like you always have like a song lyric that goes towards it. So, so it's, it's like, like you set a whole vibe and mood for how people consume your work. Is that, is that very intentional? Like that you do it like Yeah, that? it is. I mean, coming from the activist part, 
just bringing people into different things, like bringing, like someone may want to see Yasin, right? But while they see Yasin, they're also going to get some Langston Hughes, right? They're also going to get some Maya Angelou. They're just going to get these words, you know, and you're going to take them in. So I love mixing. Like I may put one artist on like a Conway the Machine and he just did this amazing song highlighting what happened to George Floyd. So people may not expect that from him, right? But you're, you're going to understand that he has these activist lyrics also. So I'm going to write that on his photo. So you're getting the photo, you're getting, you're a fan of his, but you're also getting the knowledge. Right. That's dope, dope. <laughs> and, and very dope. So um, specifically, um, I kind of, you said how you came to start for, for um, doing photographs of artists and stuff like that. Was it the love of the music and the artists what attracted you to want to take Photo. to capture their image or was it just like what specifically was like the vibe that said okay you know this is what i want to capture but like i said i started with the malcolm x grassroots movement and we started with our activist work so the main thing was human rights right human rights activism rights for black and brown people so that would just go right into the artists that were doing that work, like Dead Prez and um, Smith and Wesson and Yasin Bey, right? Black Star, Salah Kweli. So the message, these artists, the message that they were putting out and the activist work all, all together was what drew me to it. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 it does. It's a package deal. It's a package deal. It's like your heart, your work. And me just loving to document what you're doing, you know. Right, and and it, I'm tell it shows so so much in your work, like going back to um just how you capture them candidly, because most of your pictures are candid. Yeah, and, and, you know you have people like you're taking their picture, but when you capture the candid ones, it's definitely as you said you put everything into it, and I, and it shows. That's what. I, I love about like being able to look at an artist and say <clears throat> they really love their work because we can see them in it. So yeah, I, that goes back to awesome. just me being shy, so not wanting to directly be up on anybody. Like I knew stand it. Here and pose, but yeah. take your photograph. I, I don't like to. I don't like people looking at me. And the artists mm. always tell me that they love the shots that I get of them when they're not looking. But I do not. I'm not going to run up on anybody and say. You know, stand here. Let me take your picture. Right. It, you know, it becomes kind of bossy. I've done that before, and and they're like two times my size, and they look at me like, what, what's wrong with you? You know, why are you doing this? But uh, I have when I really, really wanted a shot, like I really wanted a shot of Evil Dean Killer Priest one night, and I like took both of them and made them stand stand there, and they, they was looking at me like they wanted to just beat me up. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, so I try not, like, come, I try not come to take this picture. Yeah. I try not to get bossy and demand shots. So I prefer to just, you know, photograph them where they are. And I've got some amazing shots, like those facing Raekwon one time, just talking backstage, just, you know, having this intense conversation. And, and I was just able to capture that. And they didn't mind standing there and didn't say anything to me. I just, you know, caught the shots of them doing what they do. So it's always cool to catch those, those candid shots. They're the best. Hey, Monique, I just wanted to ask, um, how do you get the artist comfortable to for you to be able to take the candid photo that's good in the moment where they're not 
to you know sometimes you put the camera in front of people and they just freeze up like how do you get them comfortable to be free and be themselves in front of the camera well some of them i've actually known for the past 15 years and, and they and, and we have a great relationship so they don't mind me but for the people that i don't know um i don't put the camera up in their face if you look at a lot of my shots you see that um the people that I don't know, I just shoot them while they're moving, while they're on stage, um, doing whatever they're doing. I, I'm never in their face um, asking them for a photograph. Um, some of them are a little bit intimidating. Um, I can also be little and intimidating. You know, I'm smaller than them, but I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm here and I'm going to get my shots. It's a male-dominated space, so sometimes I have to move around them and and I usually just, they, they usually just, because I'm a female, they usually give me my shots without a problem. <laughs> How is that navigation, though? Being like, Being like um, the only female shooter that's around, then, you know. Sometimes the, the guys are, are very respectful and very protective. Like, um, Photo Rob, he's a, he's a male photographer, and every time he's on stage with me, he's like, he's like looking out, he's, um, you know, pointing to me, you know, telling me, you know, are you okay? Do you need to stand here? Do you need to get this shot? Like he looks out, make sure I'm okay. But some of the photographers will just knock you over. And some of the crews, they don't have a lot of photographers on stage. Like I'll be on stage and there'll be like a few other photographers on stage, but they never, um, they never tell me I have to leave. So I'm always able to get my shots. But yeah, it, it, I don't, I'm not at a lot of shows, but if I was, I would probably have to fight with men for shots, you know, for spaces to, to get shots, but right. I don't find myself having to do that. The artists, are, the artists, the artists are, are protective and they do look out and they make sure I'm okay all the time, for the most part, especially like the bootcamp flick um, family. They're always super cool and super protective. So Monique, but I'm listening on in a career spans for some years. So how would you say that your techniques have changed over the years? I mean, you stated like you can, you know, you're small, or you're a woman and, you know, intimidation and you have to, you know, make yourself tall sometimes to get what you need, however, but did you find that over the years you've changed techniques or just, you know, master certain different Things. Well, I started using, I started out using all film, you know, no, no digital at all when I first started. So um, when you use film, uh, you can't waste it. Like there's 36 shots in a row, right? And, and you want to get, so in an old hip hop show in, in 2005, 2006, 2007, I would probably come home with like 10 rolls of film, right? Because you have to take all these shots and you have to be strategic about these shots because you, with a digital camera, you can make a million mistakes. You can take 500 pictures and, and 400 can be trash, right? You just, wow. you're just snapping, snapping, snapping. You try to be as good as you can, but you may just be snapping away. With a digital camera, you can't do that. You can't waste all of that film. And it's very important that you get your shots. So it's definitely, I, I, I probably was definitely um, harder on myself in the beginning because mm -hmm. I had to do more. And, and now with the digital cameras and the mirrorless cameras, it's easier to give yourself more space, you know? So you have to be constantly thinking, oh, you know, maybe I should do outdoor shots. Um, maybe I should get some one-on-one -on -one interviews. You know, how do I make my portfolio different? You know, how do I keep my archives amazing? Okay, thank you. So no one problem. thing I, um, 
that, that stands, stands out to me is the historical aspect of your work. Because one can look back, or you take them on a journey. Especially when you're speaking of, of rolling with artists for years or knowing them for years, that means you've been different places. Um, like now you're saying you're adding different aspects, different mediums into your work. So you said the knowledge input is, the visual is there. So people are getting a lot. They're getting a lot. And they're on a timeline with you. And that's what I love most. Um, just um, listening just and um, sitting in and just, um, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, vibing just off of this. That's what I'm getting, I'm just a real importance of historical aspect of your work. Yeah. Because you. you're really, yeah, like, you have some immense archival work. Like, Thank you. Um, for, um, you know, like, not, not like, you know, mainstream, mainstream artists. And, you know, you get, you kind of capture, like, um, you know the the essence of the a movement you know so um going along with that like i have I, I have this question i know most of the people that you photograph are black people which is awesome mm -hmm. and, but um, have you ever found yourself in a position where your art was put under a microscope because you are a black artist i think um when i went to do one of the earlier gallery shows i did i did, um, I was presented with the opportunity to do a gallery show and, and it's a good friend of mine who had the gallery and there was like my body of hip hop work and my body of like New York City shots like water and street signs and, and I, I specifically remember that they wanted the New York City stuff and not the hip hop stuff and it wasn't and it was just like I wanted to do the hip hop stuff I always want to show off my hip hop stuff right, right. I don't know how you know how that mainstream doesn't always appreciate um the hip-hop stuff they don't always appreciate the graffiti you know right now they're making money off of it right, right. yeah right the graffiti stuff they make money off of um everything in, in our culture pretty much but mm -hmm. it's not always appreciated i mean look what happened to basky god he wasn't appreciated he wasn't loved until he was gone you know so right right that, you know what what I may want to show off doesn't always sell, but I was at Scope New York this year, and my hip hop stuff was up. So, so shout out to Azar Gallery. They held me down, and it was amazing. Yeah, because yeah, it's definitely you know important that you're able to to like be able to show what what is you you know what i mean because i know you felt like when they didn't accept the hip-hop stuff it was like they didn't accept all of what you had to offer as a as an artist and it you know it can be a little disheartening um i mean well you know you know but then you get the audience yeah she had the experience and she said this is what this is what we'll move right now so we we put up what we'll move right now you know I, i'm not a gallery owner i didn't have that that experience so i appreciated her you know i love her she's a great right. friend of mine i take her advice seriously was yeah. cool so as you being an activist do you say would you say that your photography really allows you to expand even more on it and reach more people and you know, get to express your views through your work more and more? Definitely, I mean, I love um, photographing the demonstrations. I love photographing Occupy Wall Street, um, even though it wasn't the, the typical kind of demonstration that I 
would document. I documented it anyway. I love the colors. I love how everyone came out. Um, I love the protest in New York City. I think protesting is a full-on waste of time when it comes to getting what we need because we did protest and I was protesting before I could walk. Um, You know, (laughs) I was protesting when Sean Bell died. I mean, I saw Rodney King get beat on TV when I was small. So it's just like, protesting is not going to do anything. But it's beautiful to capture. It's beautiful to capture that energy, to capture people out in the streets, to capture kids out, you know, participating in this mass movement, you know, stopping traffic and, you know, understanding that they're a part of something bigger than them. I think that's always a beautiful thing. And I think it's always important to document that even though that's not getting anyone anywhere, you know, as soon as people start cracking stores, you know, and and making real noise, then the whole city starts to look at them and pay attention. And it's like, why, is, why does it even have to go that far? You know, why right. don't you just treat people like human beings, you know, and have some respect for black and brown life? But this is, this is the problem. But yeah, just interviewing people like Ashanti Austin, who's extremely important to me. He's like a father figure to me, you know, um, just being able to sit with them and, and photograph them and tell their stories and just soak up that love and that knowledge. Activism is so, so amazing and so important. All right. So um, what, uh, what change would you want, your, want to affect in, in the world as, as it stands? people telling their stories, people um, seeing these photos of these artists and saying, wow, that's a beautiful photo. I want to know more about him. What what did he do? You know, what was what were his lyrics talking about? You know, like, or like, oh, I'm a fan of his, but I never got to see this picture of him just chilling backstage, just sitting down, you know, just being a loving, sweet human, you know, like, yeah, what was that about? Or, you know, the activism part, like reading, reading poetry on these photos and saying, wow, who, who wrote that? You know, how can I learn more about that poet? You know, how can I learn more about that artist? You know, how can I learn more about that teacher? How can I learn, how can I learn more? So it's like, um, your work is like a bridge, let's say. Like, it's a, a bridge to connect you to, as you said, like somebody that may have been your favorite artist and you get to see him in a new candid shot and you know and be a part of that experience like from a visual standpoint so and with activism stuff too like you 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 see it and you makes you want to be a part of it because like you were saying like like the protests don't really do anything but it the visual like um solidarity it's something that still needs to be captured to say these many people had something to say about about the the how what we go through you know like so so i think um yeah i would say it's like your art is like a a bridge you would say definitely yeah i think i'm a human bridge also i've been able to get a lot of artists together behind the scenes just be like yeah i think you would be great with this person or um i think you know you guys would be wonderful together and you know, one artist will call me up and ask me for um, some information on another artist and, and, uh, and I'll link them together, you know. I think that's really smooth and I think it's really cool and I think it's amazing that the younger artists that are coming up now link with 
empower older artists and make music. That's like so beautiful to me. And I commend them when they do that. Which is very important. It's very important because one that came before you can definitely impart some wisdom, um, maybe help you to avoid certain pitfalls that are unnecessary. Um, Some don't see the importance of being as a guide or a light or someone um, coming up beside you, behind you, coming up alongside you, information. Um, I know that activism seems to be like your core, you know, that really um, seems to be what fuels you. Um, what do you do to, what is the ritual? What do you do to get yourself prepared? Um, your creative juice is working. What, what are some of the things that you do? Really, I just I just make sure my batteries are charged, and I just go out. That's so cool. That's so cool. It's very, you know, it's, right. sometimes it needs to be because you know that you're just on the move, capturing and okay. Yeah, yeah, you definitely definitely get a feel of, of, of the energy of the people. Like if you go into a protest, you have that energy of that that failed action by a larger system um, on your people, and you just have that emotion and you going outside to to connect with the people on that. Um, if you're going out to photograph artists that you're connected with um, or you have a relationship with, you're going out to to document them, you know, and to to make sure that the world knows what they're doing or how great they are. And you're and sometimes I'm also there to just connect um, with the artists. Some of the shows I go to, um, if there's an artist I know or I care about, it's a good time for me to. I'm a mom and a licensed social worker also. So some of these kids I really, really care about, right? So to go to some of the shows, sometimes I'm really going in to, to check in with one of the kids that I really love, you know, and really respect mm-hmm. and just check in with them to make sure that they're okay. So your work your never work stops. stops. <laughs> yeah. You're on the grind, you're on the job. <laughs> sometimes the mom comes out and I'm like, yeah, what you doing? You taking care of yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it seems that your work takes you in different spaces. You're on the streets, you're on the stage, everywhere. Where do you most feel comfortable? Um, on stage, on the stage with, with the guys. Definitely. Music, music, music is what? Okay. Yeah. All right. On the stage with the guys and on the streets with the people. It's, it's, it's an even, but I say my heart is definitely with the guys. And I definitely wish there were more females on the stage, but um, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> they do need you know yeah. diversity we need yeah um, diversity i know you you're constantly always thinking like you know of new ways to like as a photographer like you should be able to answer this two question to daryl because daryl is also a, a photographer awesome daryl awesome. so and um he you know so like what what is the like the struggles like to be productive creatively in your art like in photography what like what what are your biggest struggles to like i don't feel like doing this today but you you want to do it and you know like does does it translate in your work too like if it's not something your whole heart is in when you start um, like, what is your biggest struggle that you have, like, to be? To um, be just, just getting stuff done. So I have, you know, I've been taking pictures for so long, and I have all of these archives, and everybody's always getting on me about doing these books, like, putting it in a, putting it in a form where everybody can see it, right? This year, I finally did, like, a sample mock book. 
they only printed like 20 and they all sold out like oh. right away and yeah. but it was fun yeah. but like people people have been like on me for the longest about yeah you have all of these archives you have all of these amazing photos but you're not you know you're not doing anything with it you're not putting it out and and just needing this coffee book and also um, just me, just people always calling me for shoots and me having a full-time job and two kids and, and being a human that just can't get out there all the time as much as I might want to, you know, so wanting to be there and wanting to be more productive and wanting to do more work, but just also just wanting to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm definitely like have struggles like when I'm trying to produce art sometimes like this past like maybe a couple of weeks like I went like eight weeks without even drawing one stick figure and it's, it's just that I just couldn't put out any energy to, to that so definitely being able to scrounge up for um inspiration sometimes it happens to the best of us yeah, <laughs> I would say. I would say. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely would be like I should be sleeping right now. <laughs> um, do you have like a uh, 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 anticipated like art collaboration that um like like a, a different artist that you'd like to collaborate with to like create work with? Oh. Happily and luckily, I, I got to photograph my favorite artist like many, many times, which is Jasmine Bay. He's my favorite, like, all time um, artist. Um, and then, still, from Smith and Wesson is one of my favorite faces to photograph, too. But um, since 2018, I've been um, following this, this kid named Conway the Machine, and he's on, on the Zelda, and he's like one of the most amazing amazing people I know and just most humble and and that's like my face that that's like my muse right now like I want to photograph him anytime I get to photograph him and document what he's doing he's such an interesting person he really loves his community um he loves people and like he looks like this this huge like um tough uh guy right but when I'm photographing them on stage they're always so nice to me you know and so so sweet and so calm. So I just want to photograph him so much. And I'm always telling him that. I'm like, yeah, I want to photograph you off the stage, off the stage, let's make it happen, let's make it happen. So hopefully after this COVID stuff calms down, I'll be able to photograph um, them again on stage. I've been to most of the New York shows, but then I also want to photograph him like off stage. And for my, um, for my person that's no longer here, it's definitely Basquiat. Like Basquiat mm -hmm. is my love. He's like my yeah. all-time love. Like I love, <laughs> I, love I love his face. He actually reminds me of, of Yasin when, when he smiles. Um, mm -hmm. I love his. I love his face. I love his smile. I love his story. Um, I just mm -hmm. love all of the stuff he created. That's like my dream collab. For, that's no longer here. Definitely be one of mine too. Like I just got a um a Funko Pop, a Basquiat Funko Pop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. I love them. Uh, are, are you doing any projects right now? Are you working? Um, just, I just finished that book that we ran, and, and now I'm just um, trying to collaborate with um, some artists on this 
project. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a project in mind that I really like. I talked about it with a few people and just getting the time and, and getting the artists and, and, and doing it. Yeah. So is it so you, it's just it's just tentative or do you have like yeah it's, it's the, the book is definite the, the working on a, a actual book for next year is tentative i'm supposed to um i mean a book for next year is supposed to be definite i definitely want to put out a hardcover book next year that's your um, table, coffee top coffee table yeah because oh, mm -hmm. okay. uh, the one that we just did was um so a cover so like a hard cover like a real a more intense one yeah um, and I'm going to be in a gallery show next year in October. Someone asked me to show my work in Orlando next okay. year. So that should be pretty cool. And if the art shows start back up in New York, I should be a part of some of those as well. You know, I think it's about, you know, we have these, these big art shows and, and we get selected to show our work in them, these huge art fairs. But I think we also need to um, take command of some of these spaces in Harlem and, and, and the Bronx and Manhattan and just and just show our work and, you know, rent out spaces and have our own gallery shows, you know, mm. and do these pop-ups because waiting for someone to select you when you need to just. Right. Cause I, I remember we were talking about that. You and I, mm -hmm. yeah, I could never get artists on the same page. I would be like, yo, let's all just put in a little bit of money in, rent mm. the space out and pop up and nobody wanted to get down. Like nobody wanted to, to really put up, put up a few hundred dollars, like this, which is light, you know, can't see the vision because yeah, uh, I can I can definitely say like um one of the outcomes of for the show I would definitely love for like artists that we have on here to have a collaborative show that would like, be fresh you know what I mean to to celebrate them them and the show itself also you know like mm -hmm. just so it be an active platform for the people that um you know we're hearing their story so now you know like have an active platform for them to show their work i definitely want that to be like a springboard that from from this whole experience mm -hmm. experience we have two last questions and these okay. these questions are like you know we ask you know everyone really um like what would be the best advice you can give a young black artist or artist in general coming up? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well, my daughter's a painter, so um, I have a young black artist in my life. <laughs> well, too, my son's a musician and my daughter's a painter, so um, I get to just watch them in awe, you know, because they, they they inspire me, you know, actually. But I would tell anybody to just just do it like don't wait around like i said don't wait around for a gallery to say you're worth it um, um don't wait around for anybody to want to buy yourself and don't sit on it too long like constantly create just create just take pictures just write just scribble like if you, if you do graph just do graph don't don't just sit on it you know don't feel that you have to go along with any trends or that you're here to please anybody just do you Okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack from uh from my last question, um, to go to this question. Um, in your in your growing up, like you said, you have children that are artists and you support and love their work. Was there anyone in your life, like at that age, that would you know, kind of give you that kind of advice to build you up or 
what could you say was no, there? No, not at all. But 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 my mother did play a lot of music. She did play a lot of music. So I had like Nikki Giovanni and Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix. So through them, you know, I I did get those those creative lessons or that that creative inspiration. But like directly from my parents, no, not not. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, you know, but I definitely got have the, the young artists to put all that energy into, like your own, your own um, children. So, yeah, you know, well, they went, they went to a school with music and jazz programs, so they, they just got into it. It was there for them, you know. I'm not a musician, but the, the music was around. They're pretty talented. With yeah, it. yeah. I've, heard, I've heard i've heard your son play he's pretty yeah yeah that's my guy he's pretty that's prolific for his age that's <laughs> he's my guy yeah he loves he loves yeah. he loves ron carter he loves he loves tribal quests he loves mf doom he's a little he's a little jazz man well <laughs> yeah. a big jazz man now because he's taller than me now but i'm amazed at him inspired by him and my daughter my daughter plays um viol, um viola and violin she's dope and she paints she paints amazing amazing paintings awesome. i would love to see some of some of her work i, I love oh okay yeah I'll, I'll send you some i'll send you some there's um there's a picture let me let me hold on oh she did this one wow wow did you see it yeah it's like america and america killing killing our women yeah, so she's, she's woke. Yeah. And she's <laughs> <laughs> That's a testament to, that. to, to the yeah, upbringing. I love that. You know? I love that. All right. So, Monica, we're coming into a close. And the okay. last question. Is, yes, yeah. thank you once again. Thank you once again. So, what well, do you want your art legacy to be? I, I wanted to live like I, I think photography lives I've seen it you know we, we've seen the old black and white photos from all over the place and I just wanted to stand the test of time I'm so happy that I was able to get the photos that I was able to get long long time ago because now everybody and their mom has a camera mm, so you know yeah. it may not be good but <laughs> yeah you know and everyone is good but like everyone may be good or maybe able to capture a photograph but they don't have the access so I think it's all about um, I'm glad that I had that access and I'm glad right. that I was able to get photographs when I was able to get those photographs because you can't get those photographs today. Nope. No, <laughs> and I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, having, having work like that, that it's important to, to you know, the archives. Yeah. You, yeah. That's what definitely, that's a, it's definitely important work. You know, so, so I can't say how much I enjoy that you you put yourself into it and gave us that work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> because <laughs> because okay. you're an amazing, amazing photographer, artist, thank you so much. And, and most importantly, human being. Most importantly, you're an excellent human being. So I'm so happy that you gave us this time. Yes. And... Um, energy, energy. Yes, you time, had energy, energy, everything. You had good and, energy. Yes, and being you. patient with us. Yes. Um, to get like you know our little thing going. Not our little thing, but our our podcast. To spring, right? Springboard our podcast so we can right. reach 
the ends of the earth. <laughs> so you are our first, our first um, remote show, and right. this just opens us up for a lot of things. And I thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Later. Yay. Thank you, Monifa Perry. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Monifa. So um, let us know where you can be found on social media. Oh, okay. My, yeah, I have a website. It's monifaperry.com. And then my um, Instagram is uh, M is a Mary, P E R R Y, one eight eight. And my Twitter is the same thing, at M Perry one eight eight. All Thank right. You. Thank you so much, Manifa. Take care. Be safe. Thank you. All that good Bye. stuff. Yes. Be safe. Be safe. Much love. Be safe. Bye. And everything. Okay. Peace. Until the basic human rights are equally guaranteed to all without regard to race. This is a